Hello and welcome to your daily dose of commentary, starting with the topic, 5M officially becomes a part of Rockstar Games. Today we are proud to announce that CFX.RE, the team behind the biggest Rockstar roleplay and creator communities, 5M and Red M, are now officially a part of Rockstar Games. I have never heard of Red M before. I assume it must be some roleplay stuff. Roleplay community update. Over the past few years, we've watched with excitement as Rockstar's creative community have found new ways to expand the possibilities of GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2, particularly through the creation of dedicated roleplay servers. As a way to further support those efforts, we recently expanded our policy on mods to officially include those made by the roleplay creative community. By partnering with the CFX.RE team, we will help them find new ways to support this incredible community and improve the services they provide to their developers and players. We look forward to sharing more in the weeks and months ahead. What, what else is there to say? I mean, I, I can read my response to it on um, Twitter here. Always a W when a developer brings on talented people who mod their game to work in an official capacity. I wonder how much roleplay servers will be supported officially in GTA 6. It just seems like a smart move. It is a hard thing to do finding people who are talented and passionate and who can clearly make something good for you, right? In, in, in whatever creative endeavor you're in. And so when people themselves go out of their way to make something good, you as a, as the person who owns the IP or whatever, should be like, oh, those people, those are the people I want on my team. In the same way that at least twice when going through my Reddit, I've seen people who've made stuff with my content, um, changed it in a way. I'm like, oh, these people are clearly talented. Would you like to work with me in some official capacity? I can actually give you jobs if you want, you know? It's just a smart move, and I'm surprised more people don't do it. Although, for all we know, this happens far more often, and just isn't reported on that much. I think it has the most benefit, though, with, like, live service games. In the same way that Valve kind of inspires their fans to continuously make content, like in the same way that Team Fortress 2 was kind of kept alive by fan content, and, and is still kept alive by fan content. Um, if you can have a dedicated group of people which are making cool stuff, your game will have such a, a such a increased lifespan compared to if, if you don't have that, you know? So this is a statement from CFX. Today we're extremely excited to announce that CFX, the team behind 5M and Red M projects, is now officially a part of Rockstar Games. This is a huge step forward in the growth of our community, an opportunity for us to work with Rockstar Games to advance the 5M platform and the creative community surrounding it. While our day-to-day -day operations won't have any noticeable changes, with Rockstar's support, we are going to continue to improve our platform, and we are truly excited for what this means for our users, community, and creators. And for those curious, what else Rockstar is working on, please understand that our partnership with Rockstar Games is focused on our 5M and Red M platforms, so please do not ask us about the next GTA. Thank you all for your support. We can't wait to see what the future brings. They say here that it's a partnership with Rockstar Games. Well, Rockstar Games says they're now officially a part of Rockstar Games. It's a little bit different. A partnership would say they're two different entities. Being a part of Rockstar Games means that like Rockstar has like acquired them or something. So the exact relationship who knows, I suppose. Regardless, it, it's still a good thing in my books. It also is suggested that Rockstar, and maybe even Take-Two, will be less uh, litigious uh, it, it, towards other modders. It's not, that's not necessarily true, but it's suggesting that, hey, you know, they recognize the value of this kind of stuff. And as I say, I wonder how much, it, uh, like, role-playing stuff is going to be officially supported in GTA 6. Question here, do you think this is a good idea from the CFX.RE side? Of course. I mean, I... I while it's possible that Rockstar may ask them to do certain things or that they don't want to do, um, this gives them, I think, some measure of protection. Because we always did wonder what would happen if 5M got bigger and bigger and bigger, and perhaps even got bigger than GT Online. Because they, they were sitting at like 100,000 concurrent players and stuff. Like, 5M has like a bigger player base than like most games on Steam. 
well, not all of them, but like, like it'd be like top 10 games on Steam if 5M was on Steam. I am doing a giveaway for $10,000. So I'm doing a giveaway for 10,000 USD. I saw this viral tweet where Picture Girl has said, it's ridiculous how $10,000 could literally change my life and a lot of people's lives. And billionaires could spend it on like a hotel room for one night or some dumbass old bottle of wine. And so I continue, while I'm not a billionaire, I'm giving away $10,000 in the hopes of changing someone's life. I've done previous giveaways with smaller amounts split between multiple people, but this one is just for one person. 10K is actually the most I can give legally without a license in my state. One interesting thing about showing this tweet is there were some comments, especially on like the community person stuff, about people going, yeah, but it's their money. They can spend it however they want. Or, or they, I say, they earned their money. You don't earn a billion dollars, right? I, I think you can probably figure that out as you age, right? A person could plan to be a teacher, right? A person could hypothetically plan and work hard to be a millionaire. Like you could figure out, figure that out. You could you could um, set forth particular plans of like becoming a doctor or an engineer or what have you, scrimping and saving and eventually, you know, by the end of your life, you'll probably have a million dollars. But to become a billionaire, a thousand million, no one like works to be a billionaire. They happen to be in a circumstance where they do something and like invest in a company that happens to grow really big or you happen to buy Bitcoin and then you know, 10 years later happens to be worth like a fuck ton of money or something. The the amount of variables outside of your control that have to be so super perfect to become a billionaire is absolutely insane. Like there are only a couple of thousand billionaires, chat. It's like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a percent of people. And the, the difference between a billionaire and a millionaire is not hard work, right? <laughs> there, there are hundreds of thousands of millionaires. There can certainly be a, a, a better case to be made that hard work can make you a millionaire. Even though, of course, many millionaires also just happen to get lucky and variables. Well, we every single person who is successful requires variables outside of their control to you know go in their favor. But the more successful you are and the more successful you become in a shorter period of time, the more of these variables that have to be just so perfectly right, you know? It, it is a fair commentary on society that there can be untold suffering on one side of the road and on the other side of the road, people can live in absolute luxury. And the main difference between those people is like where they were born or the circumstances of their birth or the one group just happened to get lucky and the other group didn't. That's why they call it risk, right? There can be two people who, ha uh, who perform the exact same risk who have a 10% chance of succeeding where if you succeed, you get a million dollars. That one person doesn't get it because, uh, you know, there was a 9% chance of failure, doesn't mean the person who does get it, right, had a 10% chance of success as well, um, that they were necessarily more deserving of it, right? There are many endless, endlessly talented, hardworking people performing the exact same hard work as people who are currently successful, who just happen to have uh, the cards not fall as they needed to uh, become wealthy and successful. And that's, you know, the unfairness of life. But obviously not everyone agrees with these kind of sentiments. And so um, when statements like this come up, talking about uh, the inequality of, of the world, there are always people who go, yeah, but it's their money. As if the sole determinants of the amount of money a person has is entirely related to them as opposed to external variables that they have no control over. But yeah, so I'm giving away $10,000. I don't know why I started talking about all that stuff. Feel free to go in the link. You're likely down below. Yeah, good luck. I am the funniest person on Twitter. So I thought of a pretty funny two-part joke that did really well, like better than potentially any one of my jokes have ever done on Twitter. So the first part was me tweeting out, future me is playing GTA 6 right now, lucky bastard. Got like 5,000 likes, that's pretty good, right? It's a good, good joke. But not even a joke really, it's just an observation. 
There's a little bit of joke to it. Yeah. But the follow-up post was me being like, shit. And then I screen captured my previous tweet. But under it, it says a community notes where it says, readers added context they thought people might want to know. This is untrue. Dark Viper AU has faded to die August 11th, 2023 after overdosing on cheese, a previously unheard of cause of death. And this has 30k likes in 15 hours. It might be one of my most, like, definitely top five most successful tweets I've ever done. And I think I fooled a lot of people because this this uh, fake community notes has uh, done quite well. Some people went back to the original tweet and they're like, hey, I don't see the community notes. <laughs> so as you know, on Twitter, I had a little bit of a meme going on where I said, future me is playing GTA 6 right now, lucky bastard. Then I made a fake community note. I responded to this shit. And so I, of course, a little bit while later on August 11th said, feel a craving to eat some cheese. I'm not sure everyone got the reference, but so I said here, update, I died. Community notes are never wrong. I am dead now, bye. And so my plan was to keep up this meme for a bit and maybe not tweet for like a day or two or something. But I woke up and I saw the announcement of Rockstar working with the roleplay people. And so I tweeted and then someone's like, welcome back from the dead, Matt. I'm like, oh shit, I'm meant to be dead right now. <laughs> so I quickly tweeted out, update to the update. I'm back alive again. I speed ran my resurrection and now hold the world record. Please do not worship me or create a religion dedicated to me. I am too busy. <laughs> Good memes. I think this went pretty well. I created a meme, persisted for like three, four days and got a lot of engagement and was funny. YouTube commenter controls a GT5 Chaos episode. So you guys, of course, know my Chaos or my Chaos Mirror World series, whatever you want to call it. One particular person decided that despite the footage being like two years old in the video they were watching, they weren't going to be dissuaded by that. So they typed in the comment section the number for the effect that they wanted every single time. So there's just like four, one, six, three, three, six, two, six, three. Another page, three, six, two, one, six, seven, five, one. Another page, one, da, 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 numbers, three, one, five, two. And he says down here, I made you teleport. And, and it just goes on like this. I doubt this person truly believes they're having an impact and they're just like, fuck it. But uh, I did mute them for obvious reasons. So if you happen to see this, that guy, I'm sorry. But it was pretty funny to see. Asmongold fails to compensate the original creator with exposure. So Asmongold uploaded this video, Massive Divide in the Diablo 4. That's a terrible title. Asmongold reacts, right? And he's uh, looking at this guy, watching his video, right? The original video is titled The Massive Divide in the Diablo 4 Community. They've got the title wrong. In the description, it doesn't link to the correct video. I think the name might be correct. So the name is correct, but the video doesn't seem to be. Instead of linking to the original video, it links to the massive advantage of Diablo 4's $90 deluxe edition for some reason. This is pointed out by like 13 people. Wrong video links, wrong video link. Description link is incorrect for your information. Link, go to the wrong video. Wrong link in the description. Asman's editor linked the wrong video. Wrong link in the video description. A wait, the wrong video is linked in the description. The link in the description does not link to the original video. It links to another one. The link in the description leads to a different video that starts with the massive. So that's what like 11 people pointed this out. And uh, it's been wrong for three months. So apparently only like 11 people noticed this. Enough to comment anyway. Clearly there must have been more that clicked it though. So for a video like this, you'd assume between like 500,000 people would have clicked it, but I guess only 11 commented. But it goes to show the lack of care that you kind of get to the, when you're doing this sort of react stuff. If you're uploading like five, six videos a day, videos that you didn't even make, 
Uh, like, you don't really give a fuck, right? How do I do the comment search? Uh, I have an extension. I think it's just called YouTube comment search. I have clicked exactly one Asmongold video and I'm already getting... I've, I've watched none of it. Just one there, two there, three there, four there, five there, six there, seven there, eight there, nine there. Yeah. That's what happens when you can spam out that many videos. YouTube is releasing a huge shorts update. Muaz on Twitter. YouTube dropping a W update next month. You'll be able to connect slash link your shorts to any of your long form videos. So if you have a pop and short, you can help send the traffic to a long form of yours. Well, this is a huge win for all creators. Put your shorts and long form content on the same channel. I mean, it's a good thing now that I've moved my, I moved to having shorts on my main channel now. This update coincides with this update. Starting on August 31st, URLs in shorts, comments, and short subscriptions will no longer be clickable to help protect the YouTube community. This change will roll out gradually. So see on this short, it's just got like the title, but now it's gonna have like a clickable thing at the top here, a directly linkable thing where it's like, click here to continue watching the, this short in long form video. Uh, so rather than having to like say, click into a comment here and have like, you're taking the pinned comment specifically linked to a video, having more barriers to entry to people actually clicking and going to your long form video, it's gonna be on the screen at all times, which is definitely good. So there's like a little play button there and you click it and then it will just open that video for them to watch. That is super sick. As we've talked about many times before, I'm not certain how much real conversion happens from shorts to long form content. Like right now, I mean, when I do a community post, 6% of those who answer the community post found me through YouTube Shorts, which isn't insignificant. And it's it's more promotion than I've gotten on any other platform, so. But obviously I only have a finite amount of time. And on the main channel, all the Shorts have been made purely by me. And they've done really well. Um, I'm still getting like 500,000 views on Shorts each day, and I haven't released a Short in like a month and a half. And the reason for that, that I haven't released any, is because A, again, I'm not sure how much value they really have. And B, I have all this other editing to do, for the actual main channel videos, right? Making a short, even though they're short, isn't a simple process. Finding the footage, having an idea, going through all the clips, editing it like a bajillion small edits within a minute, forcing 16 by nine footage to look good in nine by 16 resolution, it takes time. A short can take, you know, half an hour to like three hours, depending on how complicated it is. And that's, that's a lot of time, right? So if I can get some people to help me make them, I'll, I'll have them go back to like even my old videos and make shorts. But finding people who have that kind of creative flair, who can realize what things need to be modified about the short to make them good, it's a hard thing to find, people with that kind of talent, right? Finding people who can make ramble shorts a, a lot simpler, right? Especially because they matter far less. But on the main channel, finding someone with the right skills or, or the enough skills that I can, I can kind of prod them in the right direction is gonna be tough. But hopefully I can find some people to help me. Answering your most interesting questions. Acumacy asks, hey, what do you think about AI made content? There was this YouTuber called Quebble Cop who used to make GT Online videos nine years ago and he made them for five plus years. Then he moved on to reaction content. Then he stopped for a short while and then he has made an AI of himself, basically a clone of himself. Then is just pumping out YouTube videos where it is fully AI doing everything and Quebble Pop is doing nothing and just getting free money. I think this sort of AI content is as bad as reaction content, as making the AI might be difficult, but when that is done, you lay back and have the AI do everything for you. Even his Twitter account is fully ran by an AI. He is fully convinced that this AI made content is good, but everyone else thinks it is really bad, including me. His Twitter is also AI? Look at that massive engagement. Two likes, eight likes, seven likes. I mean, wouldn't the dream be 
to sort of replace yourself with AI, but not mention that you're doing it, both to see if people notice, but also to potentially avoid any of this backlash. Who is this person? The person used to be very famous before. There's a video or two about their downfall and stuff. They just, they just changed content, faded over time. They had they had well they still have 15 million subscribers, and you can see based on their viewership numbers why subscribers don't matter all that much. They're making content 12 years ago if they just kept that over time, I suppose. Look at this world's hardest GT5 try not to be impressed challenge. 31 million views. This dude making fake shit in GTA 5 has has five times the views of even my most best video, right? So basically what he's saying is that now he's making a, like, this is just entirely AI. Today apparently. in Minecraft, I am stuck on one block. Can we survive? Watch until the end to find out. Oh my god, guys, it says break the block below you, but I can't lie, I'm kind of scared. So I wouldn't normally just sit here and watch this, but we're going to do it for like, you know, 40, 45 seconds or whatever, because this is AI. Does he, he even get ownership of this? Considering it's AI, I don't know. I'm not sure if we'll actually regenerate, but let's just do it. And, oh my god, the block will regenerate. This is insane. I'm going to start expanding my island right now because I don't want to fall off and die. Because as you can see, we are in hardcore. So if we die, we die. Blocks even improve over time. Oh, oh my god, guys. It's going to be our goal to get one diamond in this video. Chest can also appear. Oh, what if it's a trap chest? Ooh, I'm kind of scared of step. Oh, we got an egg. And an apple. Nice. And let's... This is AI? So it has 11k dislikes. I can see them because of the extension. So uh, yeah, people are not happy. Dude went from peak childhood entertainment to can't even be bothered to make the videos himself now. I wonder what this guy thinks of reaction content. Because <laughs> let's be real. This is just what reaction content is. You have second party, in this case AI, but in reaction content's uh, case, someone else. Make the entire video and then you just re-upload it. This dude is probably putting as much effort into getting this onto his channel as a reactor is watching a YouTube video. Apparently, the, he says everything here is AI, and what surprised me is that the gameplay is AI. But surely you couldn't do this in like more complicated games that has a higher chance of more novel situations. It seems really good if it's entirely fake. Today, Minecraft, all item jobs are random and multiplied. Okay, yeah. But like, how are you making new ideas? Is the AI coming up with ideas? I'm I'm skeptical that you can make something like this. And like the thumbnail too and stuff? He has a team probably? I think there would have to be some human intervention here. But I mean, we talked before about AI content. People making informational content where it's just an AI voice reading out various different bits of information and then B-rolls put over the top of it. But this is going another level where the AI is actually doing things in a video game and then providing commentary over the top of it. I don't know how I feel about this, to be honest. Is it lazy? Sure. If the AI was built based on, like, his own content and, and whatnot, like, he isn't just ripping people off to train it or something, you gotta doubt, right? Like, surely they're looking at other people's Minecraft videos. But say that isn't true. Why would I have a problem with this? If people actually want to watch it, which seems unlikely. The issue with the other AI stuff is that it was informational content, which leads to much higher chances of spreading misinformation. Ah, uh, actually, no, I suppose I would be against it I suppose, like, obviously it would clog up the fine animated impressions that are available on the platform each day. Especially the small amounts of exposure given to smaller content creators, smaller videos, right? If you just spammed out, say, a hundred of these a day, the algorithm, YouTube, would still have to go through those and give them at least some measure of exposure to see if they're any good, trialing the mouse. Like, I don't see this as a positive development, it's just... But the angles at which I would have a problem with it, I don't know.
Maybe XQC should make an AI of himself. Maybe then you might be able to hear his voice make a coherent sentence. I believe he did make an AI of himself, actually. <laughs> so my stance on this, it's garbage. I'd ideally not want it to exist. I'm not sure under what grounds I could argue it shouldn't exist, of, except if this is trained off other people's work without permission. I am skeptical that that such content could ever be so good to really take a significant part of the market. Is he doing it for the bad PR, just telling it's AI when it's not? Uh, no, he previously made AI content too. Or like he turned himself into like an AI avatar thing. He's, it's, he seems to be legitimately interested in the, in the technology and has been experimenting with it for a while. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe button before AI takes over the world. Thank you. I wish you all the best.